B O L D. That spells bold and bold perceptions is back. Jake, this is kind of an early podcast for us. Uh, usually we're later in the day. How are we feeling about that? Feeling good. Uh, just got done trimming the edges on the line. So I'm feeling good outside, enjoying the day. It's kind of sticky out, but you know, how are you doing today, George? No, I'm doing good. And uh, the other day I actually put a Snapchat out saying I wanted to wish summer away. Kind of, I'm looking forward to the fall, honestly. I'm an autumn guy. Yeah, same here. Great time of the year. I love that uh, weather. It's just super sticky and humid lately, so it's been bothering me. And also, oh, I've been uh, quarantining. Uh, brother, brother has COVID. And oh. Yeah, he went back to – they had to go back to Iowa State. I think he went on Sunday. And they tested him, and he got it back, and he was positive. And so he had the choice to either quarantine there or quarantine here. And so he chose to come back here. And uh, I don't know. I might have it. I don't know. I feel okay. I just have a lot of low energy. I've had a mild, mild cough. But, yeah, so quarantining right now. Other than that, though, doing well, doing super. Okay, well, if you do get it, we can do a little collab, um, assuming you survive COVID, because I'd like to kind of – walk through both of our experiences with having it. I'm 95% sure I had it. I never got tested, but um, yeah, getting back on track. Sorry. I, or do you want to I, keep going I, off track? I was just going to say, I, re, I refuse to get tested. I just don't want to get tested. I don't. <laughs> Everybody else in my house got tested. Though. So awaiting my parents' results, if they have it, I mean, that basically means I have it. So we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, get back on track. Okay. Let's get back on track. So going back, speaking of autumn, School's around the corner. And speaking of COVID, actually, this wasn't too off track. So COVID is kind of derailing the, you know, the, the general start time of autumn schools. And I'm not really too in touch with it. I think schools, for the most part, are coming back. Uh, have you seen anything? Yeah, I think they're back in session. I think, okay, so I think, I think some are back and some are in school. But I think a lot are still doing online. Okay, okay. And that's smart. And that kind of leads me into introducing the topic here. Today, we want to talk about the schooling system. And even before COVID, you know, came and hit, ravaged our communities, um, it was a little broken, I think. I think there are some things to improve. I think there were, some impro- there were some things that I really liked about it, looking back when we sat down to do this project, actually, that I do want to shout out later. But um, you kind of went through and put together your new age school ideas. If you were the uh, principal, principal Jake of the new school, the new, the new world order. So are we going to go through and are we just going to dissect this or what? I kind of want to get into it right away. Yeah. So dude, what you said, we actually did learn a lot of good stuff in school. Uh, I realized that too, while I was writing through this and realizing, you know, like some of the stuff I had was already there, just branded in a different way. Um, and so, yeah, I did realize that there was a lot of good in the school and schooling system, but, you know, a lot of people do complain about the schooling system. And so I know I have before, so thought might as well come up with my own and what I would do. And it was, it's, it's difficult to kind of like think of everything because there's so much. And so what I did is I created a list basically of what I would have at my new age school and the premises, I guess, were basically this will be 
what you learned throughout high school, so grades nine through 12. Like, so I have a bunch of different classes here and obviously there's different levels to each class that you'll go through. Um, so we'll start with the first one. I have science, but it's science of yourself. So learning like your own biology, understanding your body, health and nutrition. I, I, I just started working out recently and getting into kind of that healthy stuff and realized I had no clue about any of it. And if you don't really understand your body, I mean, you don't know how to listen to it. You don't know what's good for it, what's bad for it. And, you know, you don't really know what to do. So I think first and foremost is just learning about yourself and your own biology and how to take care of yourself and eat healthy and all the nutrition and all that stuff. So right away, I'm going to jump in. That's a great idea. I think I would probably prioritize that class very high on the list if it was my kid going but then I started thinking so you said nutrition right away understanding your body you know what food does there right there already I have a bone to pick with schools cafeterias like what the hell are they feed the kids I remember I remember like the big item was like hot pockets and just like gushers fruit roll-ups and just shitty food that's not good for you I don't know the logistics behind it or the price but I would love to see the cafeterias on this note bring in some healthier food right away. Yeah, there is just a bunch of crap in the school cafeteria. Uh, I remember senior year of high school, I was eating so much at lunch and it was so unhealthy and I'd always feel so gross after. Uh, but back to like the class itself, is I mean, there, there's like health classes that you go through and all that, but that's more so like during your gym class where you take a health class too. And I feel like still there, you're not really, you're getting to the very, very basics or this way. I mean, you start with the very basics, of your biology in like ninth grade. And then by the end of it, you really know what you're talking about with your body. So you go through like four years of that. I think that would be help solve a lot of uh, obesity issues. Cause that's, I, those habits are learned at that age and are not learned at that age. And that's right there. It's just a super applicable skill that you have right off the bat. Yeah. And um, so like the current science format, I agree with that, by the way, I think that's like the most important skill you can possibly learn, um, especially growing up. Um, okay. I'm trying to think back science class. What did they even teach us? I, I don't even know what they taught us. We did have biology, but it was also, like it was that. like learning about the skeletons of yeah, stupid plants. animals, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The skeleton, yeah, exactly. Dissecting like frogs and that sort of shit. Then there's chemistry. And I still, okay, so I still think those classes you should take. I, mean, I, I hated science. I never paid attention. And I don't remember any of it. So, I mean, if I took a science test right now, it'd be horrible. And so I, but I still think sciences are very important. Uh, you know, science is the cutting edge way. So I still think there's a side that you still have your normal science classes. And I think even by the time 12th grade came around, you're able to choose what science classes you wanted to take. So I think that should just be a choice off the bat. Maybe have a few or one that you must take, just like the basics, everything. And then a different electives for science, but then also the science of yourself is mandatory for four years. So that's the first class. Uh. I do want to jump in quick, actually, in, uh, in honor of the recent uh, UFO sightings. Now I'm remembering astronomy was a science class. I thought that was really cool. I know you think 
extraterrestrial life is pretty fascinating. I don't know if I'd teach it to the masses of young kids, but personal opinion, I think it's you know important to know about going forward that there may be you know, some other life out there and the implications. But that's that's kind of like a conspiracy class. Maybe we can teach that. On well, I mean, so my, that kind of is a great uh, doorway to my next one, spirituality class. And so I'm not talking about like religion and that sort of thing, but more so like meditation, focusing on inward and positive thoughts, journaling. Uh, we know we had stress management we were talking about before we recorded. We took stress management. I think a couple of times, stress management one and two throughout the four years. But I mean, that honestly was just like nap time. We, they med- we, we would meditate, turn off all the lights. But I mean, you're meditating, laying down. And you didn't know why you were doing it. You didn't know like the benefits. So I'm talking about like actually going through the benefits of spiritual or meditation, uh, the power of positive thought, journaling. I don't know if you mean if you take this class for an entire four years or not, if it's, you know, one year, two year thing. But there's some other things you can go into with spirituality, um, like astrology, astronomy, that sort of thing. What do you What do you kind of think? Yeah, so I think it's a shame thinking back to like health class and spirituality, this type of thing, because it was promoted as like an elective or a course that really didn't matter. Like, I, you went home with your report card. It wasn't a spirituality class. It was just, it was strictly stress management. Yes, and it was treated as a joke, like. When you brought your report card home, your parents, I mean, I'm assuming, but they just wanted to see, you know, good grades in English, math, science, like the big classes, right? Stress management. It was looked at as you better get an A. This is easy. This is important. This is just an easy walkthrough. But now that I look back on it, I do remember figments of my imagination realizing right now that that stuff's pretty important. And they actually didn't teach us bad shit at all. Like it was just the reputation it had and like, it just, I don't think it was very quote unquote cool to care about that class back then. It was nap time. You're right. Well, that's uh, literally like they had, I think it was like every Friday, you would turn off all the lights and they'd turn on. Not, I don't, don't even know if it was like a guided meditation or just meditation music and basically just encouraging you to fall asleep. But I think with that, with the spirituality you could add and stuff like stress management and that sort of thing, it really just kind of get in touch with your going inwards and focusing a lot on your mental health, that sort of thing. Uh, Obviously anxiety, depression, suicide rates, all that are super high um, and growing, especially among younger kids with all the added social media. So I think teaching stuff like that, how that's bad and just like teaching about positive, healthy habits. And so I think spirituality is a broad, uh, like the umbrella. And then there's a bunch of things that go underneath it. Yeah, and I just had another thought. Um, I think, obviously, this is very important, like stress management, health, spirituality. And like I said, I think that like, back then, you'd probably be looked at as like a nerd or just like a tryhard if you cared about some class like that. And maybe online schooling is like, maybe it's more helpful, more useful for kids because they're not going to have like their kid, these distractions in the classroom and their friends like pressuring them to throw a spitball or whatever. Yeah. Cause then that allows you to actually listen alone and soak in the info. Yeah. That that's very, very, that's a good point. And I also think if they actually took time in the beginning of it all and really explained and had like lessons, which you're supposed to do in school um, about why meditation is such a popular practice 
can also do stuff like yoga and this and that, those sort of things. Um, and just explain the why and really, you know, go through lessons of it, have lessons. You I mean, you're still going to be learning. You're not just me sitting there meditating the whole time or that sort of thing. So actually going through and saying why this works, you know, going way back to ancient times, kind of just like an ancient knowledge class almost. Because um, they were really in touch with their themselves and going inward. And yeah, so I, I think you'd still be like learning. And I think that would kind of change students' perception of it instead of treating it as a joke and mocking it essentially, that they would then take it seriously because they would see, holy shit, there are, x number of benefits and it would help me in this way and that way especially at that age because kids like i remember being in high school just being stressed about stupid different stuff and just constant running thoughts and not i guess like centering myself was which i'd be able to do now after somewhat learning about this stuff and breathing exercises so i think if you showed the kids the benefits and the positives of it in the beginning right away and kids then early on get benefits from that class i think that the perception of it all would change and it wouldn't be treated as a joke like stress management was. I agree. And you, you said something about going back in human history to kind of show patterns of what, you know, civilizations did. I kind of want to bridge this. If you have a history class, do you have a history class in there? Can we jump to that? Yeah, that, that's actually next on the list. Nice. Okay. So honestly, the history classes were kind of, I mean, what did we, it was just kind of like the biggest happenings, really. And I think that history classes are kind of scripted and fabricated a little bit in general, just to push agendas. Yep. And I think it would be useful, like you're saying here, uh, to be able to look at people that actually did stuff that were important leaders that were, you know, before their time thinkers and look at what they did to stay healthy, like with their breathing and their spirituality, their you know, positive thinking. Because I mean, the pattern is when, whenever it, there was a big leader or just an icon in that generation that was before his or her time, they usually were doing, you know, these things to keep themselves healthy and mentally sharp. So I feel like it'd be important to show the kids or little tykes. I don't know how old the guys are. Guys are in our school here, but I think it'd be important to have high schoolers to have good mentors like that and say, Hey, look, like this happened like this, they, this person did this and it worked. Like we're not just feeding you bullshit. So yeah. That's my piece quick. Real quick before we go on to history too, I want to go back to spirituality real quick. And like one thing you could do is have them read the book, like the gamma mindset, just to show them how powerful your brain is. Because if I had something like that in high school, I would, I feel like my whole, how I went about things have been completely different and how I thought about myself and just every, everything would have been so much different. I would have had a completely different perception. And so just like, teaching about consciousness and the power of your brain and that sort of thing. So that's what I'm talking about with spirituality, teaching like the true power of yourself and all that. And so on to history, I agree with you. Like a lot of it is like trauma porn. Hold on, Jake. Hold on. I want to jump in. That That's actually so true. Like, it, okay. What about for English class? So to speak, we have, we wrote that in with like a gamma mindset book. Um, and instead of reading like because of Win Dixie, you're reading books that'll actually benefit you and show you the power of your mind and consciousness. Yeah, well, okay, so I don't want to jump around too much. I think for stuff like that, if it, I mean, you definitely can read it in English, but if you actually like have like a spirituality type classes, I don't think that would be entirely necessary to do in English. Like I still have English on here. We'll just get that out of the way now. I have English and math. And with English, I mean, I still think 
you got to learn English. You got to go through all that shit. You got to learn how to read. Um, you got to know how to write sentences. You got to know how to type. I think with English though, it can get more into stuff like creative writing, those type of courses earlier on and rather later on as electives, um, where you are actually learning how to write and do all that sort of stuff. As for like what you're reading, I think you definitely can add different books, like the Gamma Mindset and those positive, like Napoleon Hill, Outwitting the Devil, those sort of things. Um, I, I, my opinion, for my school, I would put that in spirituality. It doesn't mean you can't do that in English. It's just my opinion. Yeah, I'd probably, I would follow the same kind of structure. Cause I agree with you. Like you need to have English and grammar and a good vocab. I mean, all these things just make you smarter and more well-rounded. And yeah. I honestly think that's a fact, not an opinion. I mean, it's just going to get you further in your job, career, life, relationships, whatever. Like you just want to be brushed up in English, yeah. but you're right. Maybe the, maybe the book and the reading part, like the book list, you know, like the summer reading list, that could be like a spirituality class type of thing. Um, or Yeah. Or maybe you could rope them together. I don't know. Cause I think English and reading, I think reading is really good for your mental health. Maybe English, you kind of break away the reading part and actually just learn how well, to speak and communicate. You, you, you read in other classes, not just English. I mean, you read in history and so you read in science. So I don't think reading is, uh, special to English I think so that, that that's just in my school I wouldn't I, I really with English I would keep it how it is now I'm sure there's English teachers out there and those sort of people that have better ideas like I bet if we talked to Gino he would have some better idea I mean it what I would say with English is make it more interactive in a sense uh, make it more fun because it can be a boring class so but I would still have English, though, but I would I hope to hire some English teachers that have some creativity to make class fun, bring in that new age feel, like doing different projects with different pop culture figures or different uh, platforms. I don't know. There's a lot you could do. Uh, and so I just making English more interactive. And then I have math that I want to get out of the way, and then we'll get back to history. Um, with math, I would still have everything but allow you to stop taking certain math classes earlier um and just have them be electives because some people don't their math their brains don't work in a mathematician like way so they don't like math i and i think math is important you need to know how to do numbers but up until like a point after that it's just a lot of stuff that i mean i don't even use i think it's good to know the universal laws and that sort of thing but it can be cut off after two years of taking it and then you can have electives like calc pre-calc those sort of things i guess i would say go up to at least algebra because you still use algebra and uh daily lives i don't i'm sure people use calculus but i mean i don't um so i think finding a healthy balance of when you can stop but it's still taking enough of it no, I do agree with that because I think a very small percentage, it's a very, very small, like, per, like I said, percentage, I'm looking for the word upper tile. Is that an up, upper, small percentile? Sorry. Um, I need to go back to English there, but a very small percentile of po the population really uses like the, the, the highest level of math skills we got like that's for literally constructing rockets if you're working for nasa like you don't need to know how to take the derivative of g squared times 
the exponential root of whatever. Like that's just noise. That's just like a brain workout. And I think you could refocus your, you know, your learning curriculum towards something that's more applicable to, you know, a general job instead of being a, literally a rocket scientist. <laughs> I just, I don't know when you need to take that root cause of exponential B times three. You know what I mean? I agree. Uh, there was a bee chasing me around up here. So that's how I was getting up, jumping around. So I kind of lost it. But yeah, I, I got the gist of what you were saying and I agree. And that's why I'd have math only, only mandatory for like two years. Um, so let's get back to this. So we got English and math out of the way. Still taking those. We got the science, science, science of yourself, spirituality, uh, history. Um, I agree with you when you said that a lot of it just seems scripted to push an agenda. And that's because I think it is. I mean, uh, it's a lot of trauma and trauma porn and just teaching people uh, about the negative aspects of history. And we don't focus a lot on human empowerment and the great things we do. I mean, we still do, but there's a lot of just trauma porn where they really, it's, it, it's traumatizing to some people. Uh, especially I know talking with uh, one of my black friends way back, during like the history lessons and just constantly learning about slavery. I think it's good to learn about slavery, but just push it down our throats so much. Um, and then he said, everybody like during the slavery movies would just look at him or like turn and look at it. Just that's kind of, that can be traumatizing and just constantly learning about that. I feel like that putting that into your psyche that uh, kind of limits you. And so I would show, you know, still the negatives of human history we still have to learn and that's why i still have history in here because history i mean it does repeat itself and so it's good to learn from it but i would focus a lot on human human empowerment and those sort of things you know yeah no i agree i think we i've said i agree so many times you're hitting all my uh, agreeable points here but uh i do agree <laughs> with the fact that we've spent way too much time on slavery and the movies the movies were so like, why do you need to watch a movie on that? Like, I think we all understand why it was so terrible and destructive. I mean, I'd rather focus on the positive parts and human empowerment. Like you're saying, uh, for example, like inventions or turning points in a certain age that really propelled humanity forward, uh, like the invention of the wheel, um, the industrial age. Um, what did Rockefeller do? The train Was he the train track guy? Yeah. He, human transportation. I mean, all those things opened up so many new possibilities. I just think it'd be pretty cool and empowering to learn about what propelled us forward and then in turn, what's to come. Yeah. And so if they did a better, or if they did, if they emphasized more of the human triumphs over the human struggles, then I think that it would be much more of one appealing for people to go to because how I mean it's so, I, I love hearing stories about like these great people throughout history that do these amazing things because I mean at some point they weren't great and they rose to the occasion so I mean that's in all of us and so if that point is driven home to people then there'll be more belief in themselves there won't be as much you know fear-based and that's also what a lot of history I feel like does it scares people like there's a lot of scary shit that's happened and so just focus more on the human triumph. So that's what I have for history. The next one I have, and this is why I think only a couple years of math is fine. is because my next one is finance and you're still, that, that is, that's math. And so for finance, I have like a 
accounting, learning how to budget, investing, learning how to do your taxes, you know, just that sort of thing. I mean, I think they did teach us it, but it was I mean for a few weeks here and there. We would have these stock games, so they don't un, they don't explain like how you do it, why you do it, um, the different avenues to do it, and there's just so much within that finance uh, field that we were not taught in high school. Um, and I mean, that's just basic. That's that's some basic survival skills. A lot of people don't know how to manage their money. And we can see that with a lot of people living paycheck to paycheck. And then some, some people responsibly are living paycheck to paycheck. But I'm just saying there's a lot of just unnecessary spending. And uh, I don't like and knowing how to do your taxes and all that stuff. So I think finance is a huge one. I think a lot of the emphasis in this day and age is placed on your annual salary. I just saw a post yesterday on LinkedIn where there was a real estate agent making 250K and then there was a maintenance supervisor making 75K. But then when you looked at their you know, budgeting and financing skills, the real estate agent was drowned in debt, had bought a bunch of flashy stuff, um, wasn't paying off his shit, had $15,000 credit card loans, whatever. And meanwhile, the maintenance worker, less, you know, less sexy of a salary, but he had you know, a solid mortgage payment on his house. He was investing. He doesn't splurge on anything. I feel like this, you know, reiterates your, your point as to how important money management is. And I feel like you can only learn that through experience unless you came and save the day with this course here, Jake, Professor Jake. I think that's a great idea. Well, here, here's my conspiracy mind taking over is, and consumerism is what makes this country continue and it makes wall street run and wall street basically runs everything yada 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 so maybe they don't want us learning this stuff at that age they don't want us spending responsibly they want you out there keeping up with the joneses all that shit so my conspiracy side is they don't want us learning like the finance stuff now because they want us dependent on them and government programs yada 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 i mean even just simple shit like teaching people what credit is because i mean i got a high a credit card in high school and i learned what it was and start build up credit and why that's good but i didn't learn that from school i learned that from uh my 20 some year old co-worker who is working out with me at kfc and working a few jobs and teaching me how to manage money i didn't learn it from school and so i came home asked my mom like hey can i get a credit card and then one thing led to another and i got a credit card started building up credit but you don't learn this in school and you don't learn what happens if you take out a million credit cards. So it's just even just the most simple basic stuff. And I know you learned it in college or some people do, depending on what uh, classes you take, but this is something that everybody should know. Not everybody goes to college. Not everybody takes certain classes. This should be a high school universal thing that's taught. And just, there's so many things under finance once again, and that's why that could be, four years of that you're starting level one level two level three level four so going back to your conspiracy you know side of your mind this of course i mean you can't be given this info for free to the public jake or else you're going to ruin the world so how much is your tuition at your school how much you charge it so i think this would just be like uh this is how public school high school public high school should be i mean well then you're going to ruin consumerism you're going to ruin the economy and you're going to be hated Especially by the Republicans. We'll have more, <laughs> we'll have more smart spenders. We won't be in debt. Um, it'll make the economy better. Uh, so that, that's what I have for finance. I don't know. 
you have anything you want to add to it. But I think that's along with the, the other ones. Finance is one of, if not the most important one. Yeah, and that reminded me, I, uh, I watched a documentary on credits in college, which is way too late to be learning about credit cards, I feel like. I feel like you got to be learning about that like when you turn 15, 16, um, if you're, if, cause if you're, if you're 16, you can drive a car and you can have a credit card. You can accumulate a nice credit score by buying gas and paying it off, building your credit. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but this documentary basically went into the depths, the deep, the deep depths of credit and college students that didn't understand what it was. So credit card companies would feast off these college students on campus with like these little pop-up shops, they give them a credit card that was easy to get. And then these college students know the credit card companies were evil. They knew the kids had no idea what they were doing. So in the worst cases, these kids credit cards would literally get so high that they'd end up like hurting themselves because their credit score got so out of control. They had, they owed so much money, like, and it was just too late. So my point is that would not happen if you learn way earlier the seriousness of credit and just the seriousness of overall budgeting. Like you're saying, I think that's a very good idea. And yeah, they would teach things like how to finance a house, how to finance a car. Also, I didn't know until like semi recently about real estate and how you can take out loans and then you get your loan back. That shit still confuses me, but I was talking to one of my coworkers that owns uh, an apartment there's buying an apartment building and all this shit owns his house and so there's just so much under the financial bubble that you can learn that'll help you so much so so much and honestly a light just flicked on maybe you're right jake maybe they don't teach this stuff because if everybody knew this like <laughs> a lot more people would be well off and it would just ruined the uh the balance of you know the financial landscape in yeah, society cool. They, they want you dependent on them. Like they want you on government programs, food stamps, all that stuff. They, they want that because then you're reliant on them and so on and so forth. But uh, so that's what I have for finance. The next one, um, for this one, I don't know how long you'll need to do it. If it'd be like a year, two years, just because I don't know how long some like the lessons would be. But I, it's basic human skills, just like changing a tire different life skills, cooking, time management, interview skills, just those sort of things. It's all, and I'm pretty sure they had, maybe it was college, that they had courses on this where you could take like an interviewing course. But uh, you should learn that in high school. And you don't need, I don't think you need like a whole course on how to interview. I think that's like a few lessons or a few weeks. Uh, but I just think there's a lot of basic human skills that are not taught. And you can say, well, you need to learn them at home and all that stuff. But sometimes people aren't that fortunate to have both parents are parent home when they're home. I mean, parents work, they're on different schedules. So not everybody has that luxury. And so, I mean, even doing shit like laundry, uh, how to clean, how to just, there's so many different basic human life skills that can be taught at that age. Yeah. So how about instead of like it woodwork and music class, how, how about we get your hands off of, I'm sorry, but fucking recorder. And get your hands on an actual laundry, a laundry washing cycle or changing a light bulb, changing a tire. Literally, yes, like you're saying, basic home skills, home care, self-care. How about self-care, you know, how to shower correctly? I mean, we had guys coming to 
school just smelling like burnt popcorn. I mean, just basic, basic survival skills is right. Instead of making, I remember I made a Wisconsin Badgers wooden clock. Like that was a course in high school. Why? I don't, I don't, I don't get that. Um, so, I mean, yeah. So with classes like music and all that, I still have music. IT, I didn't write down. Um, but I mean, you can still offer that as an elective. I know it was mandatory for us in ninth grade, which I agree. Like, why, why is that mandatory? I mean, I had no interest in it. Um, so that's what I have for basic. I like self-care, just like a self-care class you take for your entire four years or maybe two years. I don't know. Um, I think you could split it up into four years and then progressively learn different skills. Um, and then so that, that's what I have for like the main core classes you need to take. Um, we have math, English, science of yourself, spirituality, history, finance, basic human skills, human care. And then I have a bunch of electives. Um, so I may have like the normal like FIED, obviously still staying active, doing, uh, I, I like the normal, how they have FIED set up now, I have team sports and also have individual sports and I've also weightlifting and all that stuff. I mean, they seem to have the FIED field pretty well covered and I think FIAD should be mandatory for everybody. Um, and I think people will take FIAD more seriously, especially after they learn about the science of yourself and your own biology and why it's important. So I think FIAD would be taken more serious. Um, and then all the music, uh, the language options, Spanish, uh, French, German, uh, Chinese, etc. all those. And then, so uh, my next is the new age classes, which are still electives. And I'll just go through those right now. Um, they have like social media marketing, podcasting, YouTube and video production, that sort of thing. Uh, how to grow a brand, uh, trading like Forex, crypto. Then for music, I had like the normal music class, band, choir, then singing classes, like music writing classes production like making beats and that sort of thing that's become very popular and um, I know there's like a lot of kids that want to do that sort of thing now and that was a lot of kids uh, that don't that want to do it but don't like have the equipment to and so I feel like if you learned it at school more people give more people a chance of that sort of thing and then I also have like coding and website design and there's also different types of coding so there's coding um and then the last two i have is like how to socialize and so how to how do you thrive in a social setting a lot of kids have shitty social skills and this pandemic has not helped that at all um and social media has not helped that at all and the way that's trending is more kids are not hanging out with others, being loners, all that sort of thing. And human interaction is necessary. Um, it's a critical thing that everybody needs. And so teaching kids how to socialize and what's socially acceptable, and that sort of thing, how not to be like a creep and weird and just how to, how to have a long lasting conversation or not even long lasting, how just to have a conversation. And then my last one was think for yourself. So how to think for yourself. And this one may be a little bit more controversial, but I would say, if we're in a new age school, that things have kind of changed politically. And so I would say, go through like old clips and showing propaganda and how the media manipulates you. You can use both left and right. It doesn't even need to be left or right. It doesn't need to be political. And then 
uh, also online and teaching you how to disseminate from real news, fake news. I hate that, but like how to realize if somebody or something is hyping something up, but there might be more to the story and look at it. So just how to think for yourself is that's, that's a problem with school right now that I have most is it's not teaching people to think for themselves. It's just teaching the regurgitation of information. And so yeah, that, that's what I had for my quote unquote new age classes. And those would be like electives you can take throughout your four years. So are you, I think you're missing an industry. Are we going to get a uh, Instagram model course? So I was. No, I'm kidding. Please don't, please don't put that in there. Not Instagram. Actually, maybe. But I think growing a brand, that would fit under growing a brand. True. No, because social media is, it's a huge channel to grow businesses now, honestly. And like, whether that's, whether that brand is yourself, like, hey, if I was a good looking girl, like, honestly, why not? Like, if you can grow your brand, go for it. Yeah, Um, exactly. Just don't have your happiness. A lot of Instagram models sell just like different shit on there. Vitamins, protein—I don't know—a bunch of different stuff. So that's that. that yeah. was, it's like how to overall grow a brand and grow a brand on a bunch of different social media platforms. Um, yeah, that—that's my wage school. Okay, so a couple quick questions. So I like that you put in, like, for the new age. I like that you put in, like, starting a business, starting something from scratch, and uh, promoting the entrepreneurship angle. Cause that really wasn't a option for a class until college. If I remember this correctly, there was nothing like that during high school. Right. Yeah. No. And that's cause the whole point of high school is to make you go to college. They don't like want you. I shouldn't say they don't want you, but it's not um, a priority to have you start up your own business. I mean, that doesn't matter to them because the whole point of high school right now is to get you to college. Yes. And um, I was just thinking about this. Obviously, it's the same time format as a, as your you know your generic nine to five. Do you think they do that by design um, in order to you know encourage you or warm you up for that corporate schedule, or do you think it's more because hey you know most people work a nine to five. This is the easiest thing for parents to drop kids off, or you know the kids are going to be out of the house at that time. What do you think about that? So I mean. The schooling system is like based off the Bell system, which is the Henry Ford model. Um, and that's like to create productive workers. It's to create productive workers who don't think for themselves. So the saying is. So I think it's preparing everybody to get in that sort of routine, the nine to five. And obviously it works out then too, that parents work during that time. But it's to keep, that's why, I mean, that's, that's why they created the Bell system. It's just to keep productive workers and just keep the train moving without just like basically a cog in the system. So I, I think that it's to prepare you, but it also works out that that also is the parents time. So, I mean, it just, it's a, it works because it, the other one works, if that makes sense. No, that does make sense. And I just started thinking, cause I was going to follow up with you on the, um, social skills class, social awareness. Obviously we had a lot of weird kids in, you know, the schools that got bullied. They were weird. They were outcasts. But then I started thinking, so for example, 
one of our recent podcast guests, not sure if this is going to get posted before or after this one, but Kevlo got bullied into the ground in high school. And that ended up being like the best thing that's ever happened to him. So I was started, I, I started thinking in the beginning of this podcast, how I would eliminate like, you know, getting ganged up on and like these little, these kids forming these subgroups and making fun of this group. But honestly, usually the nerds quote unquote and the people they just get absolutely rained on during high school, honestly, I have the last laugh. So I don't even know if I'd eliminate this like social group rivalry stuff. Cause I feel like the kids that enforce that usually peak in high school, literally. Yeah. And I, I just don't think there's anything that you can do to like eliminate that. Uh, Cause it's just kids being kids, humans being humans, getting into their own groups. Um, I think though in this school, that it gives everybody such an option to focus, like especially with the electives and that sort of thing. It gives people an option to focus on things that they like. And I mean, there's still obviously main core classes, but there would be more, I don't know necessarily if you'd be like crossing paths with people of your opposites as much as you are in today's schooling system because everything is so generalized um, where this it's a lot more choice so I mean there still would be bullying and you can't it's it's you can't get rid of that um, but I think with people focusing more on like their passions and that sort of thing and being not having as much free time during the day just to bullshit because they're not interested or they're literally not doing anything in class I think that it gives them less of an opportunity to bully, but I, and I, but I just said you can't like eliminate bullying completely. I don't think. So on that note, what do you think about, is there anything fundamentally wrong with, would there be, would there be sports at your school? Cause yeah. that's, I feel like, cause we've all played sports. That's where a lot of the, uh, you know, the, what's the word? Arrogance. A lot of arrogance came from, you know, being on a football hockey or whatever team. Yeah, there you'd still have to have sports, and so that's also. So you 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 just saying you can't eliminate bullying. We're just gonna throw that aside. Yeah, and it's gonna happen. The kids are kids. Humans are humans. I mean, they're still gonna be like forming a social groups and all that shit. But I mean, I think there would be less bullying just based on the fact that kids are more consumed with what they're doing in the day, interested in what they're doing in the day, and not bored. Because I think a lot of the kids that are bullies maybe a little bit bored or just looking for ways to entertain themselves throughout the day. I don't know how malicious it is. I mean, some probably are, but I think if you're more focused and what I just think this would do is lead to a more fulfilling day. And then in turn, if you're more fulfilled, you're less likely to be an asshole. Yeah. I think you'd be more locked in and interested. You're right. Yeah. That's so true. Cause I mean, the trouble rate is, the troublemakers back in high school, they were just bored. They didn't give a shit about what they were learning. I mean, we, you and I got into some trouble. We had some fun times, and that's because we literally did not care what we were learning. So yeah, I do agree with that. Um, okay, here's a fun one. So let's say, uh, let's say somebody's just not – they just don't care. They're being troublemakers. They're influencing their buddies to you know, goof off in class, and they're just flunking classes do you change up the detention system or what do you do for a punishment? Ooh, I didn't think of punishments, man. 
do you punish them? Yeah, you got to punish them. You can't, like, reinforce the behavior. But I don't – That's got – that should be the, uh, the, the audio clip. You got to punish them. <laughs> I mean, you have to. You can't just, like, let them go unchecked, like, causing a fucking ruckus in school. Um, I don't know what I would do. I mean, I guess I would have to, you know, look at some research and information on, like, the best – ways to punish kids i'm guessing that you know taking away their phones and detention and all that stuff isn't the most uh the best way the most responsive to get them to be responsive um so i have to look into that i don't know that's a good question what would you do what would i do see i don't want to i don't want to humiliate the guy or the gal Historically, I think more guys got in trouble than girls in school, so I think I can say guy here. Yeah. Just assuming. Um, but, I mean, I might make it a little more humiliating, honestly. Like, <laughs> I, I just want – because, I mean, detention was, like – it was kind of funny. Like, you got to hang out with your friends and, like, you, yeah. you thought you were cool. And that was, like, out of sight, out of mind. But I don't know. Maybe I'd have them go up in front of a bunch of people and explain what they did. And just hear their reasoning as to why they did it. And I think that'd be like a... Humiliation tactics, like, work very well. Yeah, and I mean, I I hate to be that guy, but, like, if I'm teaching a class and I'm trying to give my all, like, you're not messing that up for me, man. Oh, another thing. This this is a pretty basic thing that we should have talked about at the start. My opinion, I think if we're running this school to be like this and we're forming, you know, the future minds of the world... I think you got to put way more emphasis on the quality of teaching. I think you got to get the salary up. I mean, this basically sounds like a private school right now, <laughs> but I think you got to really care about the quality of who's in front of the classroom. Cause some of the teachers I had looking back, total doorknobs. <laughs> yeah. Especially with classes like the spirituality stuff and, uh, you know, finance and history. I mean, all of it the basic human skills, the new age classes, podcasts, and YouTube. You got to have somebody that's like done it. Um, so yeah. You wouldn't well, you can, you can have your gym or health teacher moving 80 grams a pot. Like our uh, <laughs> old, old gym teacher just got exposed for You can't have that going on. Yeah. And like, not to sound like a dick, but you need also the gym and health teachers to be healthy. I mean, some of like the gym teachers are, they don't look like they're using the gym. And so no. that, and and I'm, that real quick, I feel like that communicates like on a subconscious level that this isn't important. This is bullshit. I mean, cause that person clearly doesn't have a passion for what they're teaching. That's such a good point because any, literally anybody, anybody teaching any course, if they're just like a slob and they just like, don't take their job seriously. And if they're just a little, they're just not very sharp. Like kids aren't going to want to look up to somebody and listen to what somebody has to say that they don't want to be like someday. Like you that's gotta, the fundamental reason. here. You got to have respect for the person teaching you. Um, so, I mean, I feel like. Which is why you need to humiliate the troublemakers. <laughs> <laughs> so I think obviously for this new age schooling to work, just like how schooling works now. I mean, you have to start it and people have to go through it. So it'd be a slow expansion. Like this would start, you'd find the people that can do it, come and teach. And then eventually those students would branch out. And so it'd be a slow process to 
implement over time. Like you couldn't come in and just implement it right away because you have so many people that are um, unqualified to teach some of the things. So it would be a process in bringing in new teachers and <coughs> people qualified to teach the classes. But yeah. Is that Corona? <laughs> it could be. Okay. It honestly could be. Uh, yeah, damn. I've had this like, I, the other day I was bowling and I was coughing and all of a sudden it like threw out my back. And so my lower left back is just, I haven't been able to like move very efficiently because of it. Do we have a, do we have flexibility and stretching in your health class? We had to have, right? <laughs> yeah. Stretching. And uh, that honestly wouldn't be a bad idea to like, or a bad idea to start each day for the kids is having to do like a, like a group stretching with some breathing exercises and, then they're ready for the day and maybe even put like gym class first hour for everybody. It's like things like that. But, uh, back to your point about like the teachers being paid enough. Like, yeah, teachers are very much underpaid and today's society. And I think that is a mistake because it doesn't put the value on the teaching of the kids, which the kids are obviously the future. So, I mean, you want people in there that are qualified and that care. So you need to pay them a decent wage. So, yeah, um, basically with this, it's with the idea surrounding it, that there's a whole new emphasis on education in the country and that it's becoming, that it's one of the most important things. And we've had like this great, we've gone through this great awakening that Ali has explained on here before. And so, it's not like a fight to implement this sort of stuff. It's like an easy, smooth process that gradually happens over time. I, for the last time, agree. <laughs> you hit around on the head a lot. And uh, I'm actually very impressed. I, I mean, I, if I had a kid right now, I would definitely be enrolling him in uh, Jake Ryan academy the jra because i don't i don't need my kid you know taking some bs class where he's not going to apply it to anything in his life anything in his career the most important thing you said i think um that actually we haven't really talked about much the social awareness is that what you call it social awareness class or social skills how to socialize okay how to socialize social awareness maybe we just give every kid uh, like Madden ratings of skills instead of like a 4.0. Like what's your social, what's your kid's social awareness rating? Is it like at least a 90? Cause then you can't hang out with my kid. And then that'll humiliate them if they're like super low. And so <laughs> then at the end of the year, we do a, a Madden franchise draft. And if your kid doesn't get drafted, he's going to get humiliated. Yeah. He gets expelled. But yeah. So that, that, that's my uh, new age school. I did this. I in, like it. I did this in like 15 minutes. <laughs> Shouldn't have admitted that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it was a little bit. I, I did some research, some thinking, some different ideas. So it, it took me longer than 15 minutes, but it was fun to do. It's actually, it's difficult. Like, and that's what I said in the beginning. Everybody says they want a new schooling system, but like somebody has to come up with the curriculum and the ideas. There's a lot because it's uh, like I said, it's like the kids are you're basically molding them and programming them essentially um, for their future. I mean, you learn so much at school, not even just like information wise, but how to act, um, who you are, where you fit in, all that sort of shit. So it's like a real formidable age that 
you need to form them in the correct way because if you don't i mean look around what's going on today uh, I, that's bad schooling bad and there's like no respect for the elders all that i could go on so yeah i think get my schooling in there and the country turns around right away block tiktok and force jake school and we're headed for a dynasty of a civilization next time and on this note i actually need to do some laundry drake so i'm gonna go channel your inner laundry class or basic healthcare, basic 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 human skills bhs as shown on the report card i need to do some laundry and let's call it a day here Maybe I'll come back with my own new age school at some point, make it a little funkier and just have you, you know, debunk my classes. I don't know. Yeah, we, we should do, we should do your, and then let me, yeah, let me tear apart your side. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that'll be funny. I'll be, we'll have a Skip Bayless debate about it. It'll be good. Yeah, well, thanks, thanks for uh, listening to me. Uh, and I also invite anybody listening to critique mine, Come up with your own, what you'd add, what you take away, why, all that sort of stuff. It is fun to think about. Um, so I enjoyed it. It was a fun podcast. Thanks, George. Actually, you know what? You know what? We have quite a bit of Gamma Mindset copies right now. Anybody who listens to this and reaches out with a class that we missed, and it's the best class, how about gets a free copy of the book? Just ship to them. Top three classes. Gets a, uh, top yeah. three. So the top three ideas we get for a class gets a Gamma Mindset book. That's hot. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's hot. That's so hot. All right, let's do it. All right. So yeah. Um, anything else today? Had a lot of fun. Enjoy your laundry. Get some shots for me tonight. Yep. Yep. Basketball shots. Not nothing else. Everybody <laughs> playing a basketball game, but <laughs> I'll do my laundry and I'm gonna go hoop. So I'm looking forward to the submissions for the best three classes too. Same here. Well, thank you guys for getting to this point. Look forward to hearing your ideas. And, uh, yeah, have a good rest of your day. Bye, George. Love you. <laughs>